damn legacy. We live. Hey, y'all. Accessories definitely have the bling and everything in between. Tiama Copeland is your independent paparazzi agent. Join her live online Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Join her on Facebook at Tiama Sweetness Copeland or her fan page, Just in Time Accessories, or you can find her on YouTube at Tiama Harris. That once again is just in time accessories. Everything is only $5. Nickel and lead free jewelry. Tayama Copeland, independent paparazzi agent. Just in time accessories. Definitely have the bling and everything in between. Check her out. The Anthony Brown Show and the ATL Show now have merchandise available for purchase. You can purchase your merchandise at the link located in the description section below the video. We have male and female shirts, male and female tank tops, jerseys, hoodies, and onesies for your infants. Yes, everything you need in apparel, we have it here. The Anthony Brown Show, along with the ATO Show. The ATO Show shirts proudly say we are the blueprint 
and the Anthony Brown shirts. Grind until you shine. Get yours today. Church of Royal Palm Beach, contemporary worship for this present age. At the Shepherd's Heart, we're centered on Christ, focused on family, and united in love. We are a come-as-you-are church. No dress code, no judgment, no kidding. The Shepherd's Heart AME Church, where the pastor is yours truly, Reverend Liam South. We're an out-of-the-box ministry. Come, break out of the box with us. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to another episode of the Anthony Brown Show. This series here we call the ATL Show. I'm your truly Mr. Anthony Brown. I'm joined tonight by my very beautiful um, Miss Tiama Sweetness. Hey, everybody. And, of course, Mr. Shorty Duwap, Mr. Fashionista himself, Mr. Um, what, what what's that? America, America the Great on your shirt. Um, no, Legacy the Great. Legacy the Great. <laughs> and uh, we'll be joined a little later by T Savage. Um, she already informed me that she's going to run a little late, but she will definitely be with us and joining us um, shortly. So welcome, 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 everybody. Welcome. How was your weekend? Eventful. Eventful. Uh, mine was great. You know, I didn't. There she was, Miss America. Look at Miss America. Hey y'all. I apologize for being tardy for the party. You don't want to hear it. Shut your ass up, man. My bad. My bad. <laughs> hey, Turn the other way because I cut the AC off today and I just turned it back on. So that fresh air go through there. <laughs> okay. Like you have, Savage. Thank you. I'm trying to figure out if I'm gonna take the things out and leave them in. I don't know. I just want to remind everybody that's watching if you're if you're new to the to the show, definitely you know go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. We greatly appreciate it. We're on our road mm -hmm. to five thousand subscribers. And we need to get there um because we got a special treat for y'all once we get there um no we don't hit that like button and definitely comment below and if you comment below we would definitely respond to your comments so subscribe like and comment um also again this is the anthony brown show you can find me on youtube facebook twitter as well as instagram under the anthony brown show and for those of you that um uh, have um 
FM Radio or Internet Radio. You can find us on all major platforms, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, um, Pocket Cast, and so, so many more. So just definitely, um, you can listen to us as well. So after every show, we download and upload the um, this program to the podcast. So you can listen to us while you drive. Just search the Anthony Brown show. And don't forget to go. Yes, let's get that 5,000. I don't know why. What happens when we get to 5,000? Nothing. Gave you. (laughs) Oh. She almost said that she's Legacy's um, business manager. And, um, yes, ma'am. We're getting these coins. <laughs> and we leave no coins on the table, sir. She was managing his career to do no a, a strip tease, a shake what his mama gave him once we hit 5,000. So definitely get those numbers up. Hit that subscribe button. We want the 5,000. LL Cool J lick them lips and all that. He let y'all <laughs> ladies know it's official. It's official. Don't drop my lick, my lips. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely go in and hit, um, purchase ladies uh, y'all saw him he made it official yeah when you purchase merchandise that definitely supports the channel so um, definitely go over this the link is below every video that we do so make sure you click on the link purchase your merchandise we greatly appreciate it that supports the channel also don't forget to go over and get your goalie gummies Goalie Gummies. So when you go to GoalieGummies.com and, and order your Goalie Gummies, if you use the discount code, the ATL, you'll get a major discount. So save money and also support the channel. Go to GoalieGummies.com using the discount code, the ATL. One word, the ATL. Seven. Yes. Hit him with it, baby. Hit him with it one time. What? ATL, ho? Yeah, give it to him. ATL, ho? <laughs> you know <what> <laughs> <laughs> don't don't fall into that. Don't fall into his spell, Savage. Don't do it. Don't Wait, do it. I've already been hypnotized. <laughs> you know it. Shorty, shorty, shorty. Can't you see? Sometimes your words is hypnotized. <laughs> yeah. 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 Both of y'all are a whole mess. Just want to let y'all know that. I want to share two things that I, I, I ran across on, um, I don't know if it was on Instagram or, or Twitter earlier today, but I want to share with y'all two things that I have found. Um, Sarah says she hope everybody had a, a great Mother's Day. Thank oh, yeah, Tom, let, me, let, me, let me say this before we jump in there. Because we didn't get a chance to tell all the moms, I know we shout out this month, everybody, but from Legacy to Great, Tiama, Savage, and Tony, ATL family, we just want to send a shout out to all the mothers that we didn't get to say um, Happy Mother's Day to. We wish y'all the best and hope you enjoyed your day. Um, Mother's Day is not just one day, it's every day. Continue to show love to your mom if she's here and continue to remember them if they're not here at this moment in time, just know that you know the ATL family love y'all and happy belated Mother's Day to the ATL family out there. There you go. Whoop, there you go. I wanted to share two things um, that I said, like I found um, on social media, and these are things that are probably not spoken or 
that much or at all in mainstream media. And the first thing was um, that these are triplets, um, three brothers. These triplets are still set to graduate together from Grambling State University, um, two of which are going to be doctors and one of which is going to be a manager with um, the FDIC. Um, so congratulations to the three brothers. Um, I'll be your patient, sir. They're doing their doing thing. Isn't that awesome? Three, three black yeah, brothers yeah. doing it. And the thing about it, when they were born, that I was reading the article that said when they were born, they were born actually premature. And they were said mm -hmm. that they would have learning disabilities. And so they wanted to put them in um, slow learning disability classes and all these classes that, that would um, put them in that category. And their mother said, oh, no, 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 my children have gifts. You're not, I refuse to have them become a part of the statistic. And you, mm -mm. So, so mother, um, Mother went to college, so she took her, her time. Even after she got off work, she she um, tutored her kids herself, like an hour or two every day after school, even if they didn't oh, have. That's them. right. She still tutored. Well, you know, that's where it starts. It starts in the home. Exactly, and because of that, she said then they told us told that they wouldn't graduate from high school, and they which they did, and they graduated top of the class. Then they went on further to go to college, which they um. They were saying that they wouldn't graduate either, and now they're getting ready to graduate now. And like I said, two are going to be doctors, and one is going to be FDIC manager. Mm. So congratulations to them. Yeah. What, what college did what 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 college did they attend? Grambling State University. Okay, Grambling, great. Um, what that is a HBIC? I don't know. I never heard of that until this until this article. No, no, hey, Grand I, Listen, I saw gambling when I first read it. I said gambling. Oh, Grand. Oh, <laughs> It's a, um, it's a, it's a historical black college. Yes. Give me the Gabba legacy. Thank you. Yeah. So, what's up with the superhero gear? You know, it ain't no different than you wear your Batman, little bro. Ain't no different than you wear your Batman. And the other thing I wanted to share with you guys real quick is, is after being first introduced in 1989, a House committee will finally vote on a slavery reparation bill. I believe it when I see it. I was just going to say, what date that supposed to happen before I can attend it and watch it? You're going to be dead when that happens. Don't worry about it. <laughs> God damn. Our, our children's children might see that. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, you know, kudos to um, the individuals who are pushing forward with um, trying to continue to make that happen. I know that's been a very long and um, tedious, um, tedious, very tedious, very tedious fight. Um, What's it's, up, Donald? It's, 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 what it is that hey, something that I've always pondered on uh, on why it was it's <laughs> why don't disrespect Batman. It's something that I've always thought about. Why was it why is it so hard to recognize that blacks uh Hispanics um, even the Indians, 
um, Native Americans uh, pretty much built America on their backs. Um, they pretty much almost wiped out all the Native Americans, but they came back and recognized that they were wrong for the Native Americans and gave them land and they to where they don't have to pay taxes. And most of the gambling casinos you see in um, Las Vegas and in Florida um, are pretty much owned um, by the Native Americans. Right. And, and so they get to reap some of the benefits of being um, paid for the injustices that were done to their people. Um, even, even no disrespect to the um, Jews or the so-called Jews um, in America um, who went through the Holocaust, no disrespect to them in, intended, uh, and the Holocaust was horrible. Uh, but it wasn't 450 odd years of induced slavery, murder, um, um, Jim Crow, uh, redlining, uh, even to this day, police brutality that um, African Americans have endured in this country. So it's Sarah, always. Sarah said, "Hold on, legacy." Sarah said, "We need, we're going to need guns more to defense ourselves since we have dumb ad presidents open up the border. More crime go high thanks to Biden." Um. Thank you, Sarah. Um, but it just it just always blew me on why is it that when it comes to money, land, and uh, freedom for blacks, that we have to debate over this for two and three hundred odd years, uh, or at least I know the last fifty odd years since I've done you know um, I've been li living I'm only. 42. So I'm saying to myself, why is it so hard for them to just come to a consensus and say, you know what, we do all these people, all this free labor and, and, and that the, the country was built on and just give them enough to where they can be satisfied and everybody can actually start to heal. Because uh -huh. I'm sorry, when you're telling me that, you know, um, blacks don't need to be uh, reimbursed for all they their ancestors put into this country, and we just need to, you know, yeah, slavery happened, and we just need to uh, forget about it and forgive and move forward. We'll forget about it if you go back and take all the money, calculate it, and say, okay, this is what we're going to spread out amongst the African Americans who are here in our country now, and then allow us to get a toehold on the economic structure of life and allow us to have the same plate that y'all eat off of that y'all have eventually given to other people. That's the all I'm saying. Not a takeaway from the Holocaust, but the number of Holocaust victims compared to the number of slaves, they are, it's not even a drop in the bucket. And they're concerned that they're going to go broke trying to uh, pay black people. That's why they ain't did it. Then we'll be in charge then. They don't want us in charge. Period. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. That's true. So they didn't have a date. They didn't have a date, Tony, on when this this meeting or this um. They they did not. They did not. I thought they said the twenty first or never. 
<laughs> okay. But um the young lady whose picture was in the in the ad, um, she's actually I think one of the senators or representatives for Texas. So she's actually the, the, the head of that committee that's formed to, to go forth with it. So um you know I don't think I says watch the news, you know, or you know Dig into it a little more. I'm gonna see what yeah. I'm talking about. I, I think I need it open, and if I see or hear anything, I'll definitely bring it up again. Well, you know they think stimulus checks are reparations, <laughs> but no, white because white people are getting those also. Listen, when they were handing out land, Tony, to the Indians, right? Let me mm -hmm. tell you how, how our country was. When they were handing out land to the Indians, white folks. Because they were some of them that had darker tan skin would go and get in line for the federal government and just put in that they were Indian and take picture with the Indian family and the government and the country would give white folks land that they were giving Indians at that time. So they is they, they they just feel like you know. Well, we're gonna give them something. We just gotta just throw this out there. And um, I was watching, I was reading the other day in Mississippi. I don't know if everybody know about seven before I start that read that. Sarah said everyone just needs to be equal. Stop looking at color. We all got children. Sarah, that sounds real good, but that ain't how the real world works. Exactly. You know, Miss Sarah, we we appreciate that statement. That's why positivity. Absolutely. But, we love everybody but, on this show. When we get when when everything get equal across the board for everyone and it's equal, then we'll think there's no color. But when you have individuals out there that secretly are behind certain curtains that you can't see that do base things off of color, I'm sorry, it can't move like that anymore. You it, it is you won't call it fade or fade, baby. But um Brett Favre is an NFL quarterback or a retired NFL quarterback in the Hall of Fame. Um now tell me what y'all think about this. Brett Favre received $1.2 million in, in um, cash-assisted money from the state of Mississippi, you know, for, for, him, doing speech, for him doing speak, uh, speeches and, and uh, motivational speaking and stuff. Now, he, he didn't actually do any more he didn't actually attend any of the other of the speaking seminars but the the state of mississippi went ahead and paid him 1.1 million dollars of it so now because he never attended and covid came he the, the state of mississippi is asking him to reimburse the money because he still never came and attend the, the ceremonies so he gave back like five hundred thousand of it. So he still owed like six hundred thousand dollars of the money. Now Brett Favre has made over sixty, seventy, eighty hundred million dollars in the NFL playing quarterback. Why Did you say eighty hundred million? Huh? Did you say eighty hundred million? No, I said eighty to a hundred million. Oh, eighty to a hundred million. Yes, <laughs> peroxide in your right ear. Peroxide in your right ear. <laughs> My ass playing, man. <laughs> so, how do y'all feel about that money being paid to him straight out? He never did anything, and he's only giving back uh, five hundred million. I mean, five hundred thousand of the money, 
and they're having to actually now attempt to um, force him to give that money back. They shouldn't have to do that. He should, he should, he should just give it back. Now, 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 by law, he really don't have to give it back because they went on ahead and paid him. So they're just hoping that he do the right thing. Because he went on, he went oh, on. Well, they bad. I wouldn't pay him back either. They bad. You're bad. <laughs> well, no. I, bet I, you do it again. I, think, I think he does have to pay back because, from my understanding, based on what you're telling me in the story, they prepaid him for engagements that he was going to do. So right. If so if you didn't do the engagements for whatever reason, then you owe the money back. Now, he owes the money back, but criminally, he didn't commit a crime because they went ahead and get civilly because he didn't continue didn't finish the contractual contract. They can they can civilly sue him for the money. You need to and, take his ass right. to civil court then. Right. Right. So I think yeah, he definitely should pay it back because um, he didn't fulfill his obligation. Exactly. Okay. Now, um, again, his ass. Tim, y'all know not to do business with his ass. <laughs> exactly. Um, you know when it's white, it's right. Child, I would have been talking my ass off for that type of money. <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, I would have been talking. I would have been talking through COVID on this type of podcast at somebody's house. It would have got done. I would have done Zoom, Streamyards, YouTube videos. Oh, that would have got done. Would have personally emailed them to a link to every student. Okay. <laughs> yes. But but one thing for sure, I would have kept my coins. Amen. <laughs> Five hundred thousand would have had me looking cross-sided. Okay. <laughs> Get that money. Yes. But listen, um, for the for the month this month we were um, like I said, honoring mothers, you know, because of Mother's Day month, and we're doing it on every show throughout the month. And instead of um, doing I Remember Mama at the end of the show, we're going to do it at the beginning of the show before we get into tonight's topic so that we don't oh, run out of time. Oh, I love doing it at the end. Want to do it at the end? Let's, yeah. let's, let's take a vote. Y'all want to do it at the end of the show or at the beginning of the show? I'm, I'm voting for at the end. I plead the fifth. It's always got to be a whole. Yeah. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. I didn't say the word. I said a whole. No matter. You said the spirit. Crazy. No matter if you put it at the beginning or the end. She said all the mama's crazy. <laughs> fact. Pure, crazy. pure fact. If you have more than one child, you certified crazy. <laughs> Did you hear that they're going to ban menthol cigarettes in the United States? I know you fucking like. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. I didn't hear I said, that. excuse me. So vulgar today. Wait a minute. We'll, we'll keep it at the end. That was the first cuss word I said all night. It's just so harsh. Well, tonight's topic, we'll, let's dive into it. We've been, we've been chit-chatting long enough. Should everyone have the right to own a gun, to own a firearm. 
Hell no. <laughs> she, voted, she voted fast on that dish. Okay. Didn't even take a breath. Didn't even breathe. But should everyone have the right to own a gun, a firearm? Well, truth be told, go ahead, Sam. One, if they're not a felon, yes. Two, if they're mentally stable, you got to be mentally stable. You got to have certain stipulations. They have to actually abide by them. Would that include cops too? Because there's a lot of unmentally stable cops that are out there with Yeah, guns. that would include cops too. There's especially cops. <laughs> Half the people wouldn't be dead right now if it wasn't for these uh cops that need to be in straight jackets. See that? Mm-hmm. That's the truth. They'd run out doing all this miscellaneous killing and and then all it is is my bad. Yeah, and they're really they're really I, just I, scary I, as hell. They're really just scary as hell. That's what it is. Oh, uh, Tiama, why you feel? Why you give us a um, reasoning and, and definition, ma'am, on why you feel, ma'am, that everybody shouldn't have or have the right to uh, bear arms, even due to the, I think it's the second, the second amendment. Second amendment. Because mm-hmm. let me tell you, do if someone has a mental health problem, you cannot expect them to be responsible enough to actually have that type of something. Like, I just wouldn't, if you got mental problems, you shouldn't have a gun. If you bipolar schizophrenic and you got a voice that could tell you, go kill that bitch and she ain't do nothing to you, you just shouldn't have a gun. I believe guns are there for self-defense. Not for, oh, you made me mad, but you're not finna cause me no bodily harm. I'm finna shoot you. And well, you know what's crazy? What they teach you in the, the um, shoot, what they teach you in a training class is you you only pull out your weapon when it's life or death. Not, let's mm-hmm. say you at home and you come outside, you see somebody breaking into your car and you got your gun. You can't pull your gun out on them because they break into your car. Because they're not attacking you. They're not coming at you. There's no life or death situation. Right. You can't do that. I, I don't understand that, but that's what they said. Oh, these girls come already. Sure, so they need to check mental they need to check mental background and also with cops test if they have anger issues. Oh, I'm well, sorry, I missed that one over here. Messing with this hell. This is my thing on that. Um I think everybody should be able to have the right to bear bear arms. Um, even the felons? Even the felons. Even the felons. I'm going to give you my reason. This is my reason. Please hurry up. Brush me head. Hurry up, sir. <laughs> I, just took the thing, I just took the things out. It feels so good. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, um, I think everybody has the right to be able to protect their family. But this is my thing. I don't think anybody should have the right to carry a gun. Your gun should not have to be able to leave your house. It's supposed to be for protection at your home. That's where you are supposed to be able to protect yourself. And what if somebody attack you outside of the parking lot? Can I finish? Can I finish? Go ahead, sir. I'm sorry, half time. Go ahead. So disrespectful. So oh, you have no idea. Go ahead, 
<laughs> Listen, if you are caught out, and I'm talking about seriously, automatically with, with the law that, uh, let's just use New York, for instance. In New York, it's illegal to carry guns. It's illegal to carry guns in public, other than the, po the police. If, you, if you're caught out in public with a gun, you're automatically doing five years, period. So if you made a law that say everybody can carry guns, but your gun stays home, if you even get pulled over and your gun is in your car, you should already, you should have to do at least two years in prison because you already know that you are not to carry your gun outside your house. If you're not a law enforcement agent or you, you, you don't have some type of, um, let's say you're doing security and security allows you to carry guns for the job that you're doing, then fine. But far as just civilians just riding around allowed to, you know, conceal and carry guns, if we... If if we if we made that law to where people have you, everybody's allowed to carry guns in their homes to protect themselves from intimate um, threat, then guess what? That's fine. But I believe that everybody also should have to go through at least a two month, two to three month e evaluation on your mental st stability. Not just, okay, I, I'm not a convicted felon. I can go into a pawn shop, fill out paperwork, and because I got the money in 48 and 72 hours uh, or a week, I can get my gun and go home again. That's like Savage and Tiama saying. This is why it's like that, because there is no mental background check. And that's for that's for police and everything. I feel like if you got more than three, um, as a law enforcement, more than Three, three infractions against you about abuse and, and about so he, abuse. he really want crime to go high it's not about the crime going high sir because if nobody can carry guns there's no reason for violence to escalate to a point of nobody's being shot now after that is done then you go then that's how you go about making sure that you know who the criminals are because if you get caught with the gun and it's not at your house, then you've already waited that you are the individual that wants to create violence. You don't you don't have to be, you don't have to walk around with a gun. People die with guns in their back pockets. People die with guns in their car, whether it's from other individuals or whether it's from or whether it's from from, from police. You don't have to. You don't have to have guns, and and you still die, or you can have guns and still die. I just think that we have to do better as far as with the mental department, like Savage and Tiamo was saying about making sure that everybody that's carrying that gun is mentally stable enough to make the decision on if their life is an imminent threat to whether they need to um, kill somebody. Correct. You can you we can do way better than what we've been doing right now. You know what I'm saying? I, even with my older two sons that are old enough to purchase guns, and I'm you know um, I think you can be 19 or 18 to, to purchase your first shotgun. You can go in Walmart at 18 and mm -hmm. and purchase you a gun, uh, a shotgun. It's not it's not the same as a handgun. And I, I'm sorry, I'm telling my kids, 
look, right now, while you still have your rights, go get you some go get you some guns. Because they are trying to prevent it to where people can't have a way to protect themselves when other people do have guns. So yes, I tell my kids that are old enough and responsible enough, but take gun gun classes, go to the gun range, learn how to shoot, know when your life is in threat to where you need to, you know, prepare to take someone else's life. Not only just um someone in your neighborhood, but if your government comes and infringes themselves on you and try to take away your um God-given right to life, liberty, and, and health and strength, if they themselves try to infringe on you, you have a right to defend yourself against anybody, whether it's foreign terrorists or domestic terrorists. If you don't protect yourself, they will take you out. That's true. You're absolutely right. But I think to, to, to piggyback on what you're saying, Lakers, I think even the felons should be allowed to, to have the gun. And I'm going to take the reason why. Because I feel that once a person has paid their debt to society, then you should be excused and move forward. You, you can't keep holding that over my head, you know, because, you know, I paid my debt to society. That's over. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I'm now out. So now I'm technically an, an ex-felon. So, mm -hmm. so that's, that's behind me. You know, um, so so you've uh, you punish me for that. Don't punish me for the rest of my life. I still should have the right to to be able to protect my family. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, regardless of what I did in the past. I don't know. It depends on what type of felon. I mean, so so you're telling me, Tiama, that a person, whether it's a woman or a man, white, black, blue, green, or yellow. If they're in their home, they're in their home, and here come Legacy, who has a gun, breaking in their window to get into the house, and that man, because he's a convicted felon, has no reason or no right to protect his home. If I remember you telling me last week, uh, I don't bring no knife to no gunfight. So the only weapon he can protect himself with or attempt to protect himself with is a knife, a bat, or axe, or something of that. And if he don't have the opportunity, uh, or a slingshot, if he if he don't have the if he don't have the right to let off a round to protect himself, if I'm in the house and I got my gun out, then the only person dying in that situation is him and his family. Because I'm going to tell you the truth. If you come in my house, convicted felon and all, I'm going to spray you. Because I'd rather be judged by 12 <laughs> than carried by 6 any day of the week. Convicted felon and all. Your ass is curious. Because guess what? I believe at a trial, the 12 people that sitting on that podium, I'm going to tell them to put themselves in my situation. My job as a man first is to protect my home, which is to protect my kids and my woman. So therefore, the first person that should be on the front line is me. And if I'm gonna be on the front line, it's, I'm gonna make sure that the woman I'm, I'm, I'm married to or, or with, she got guns in her name. So I don't have to have an illegal weapon. I just am a convicted felon who had a legal gun in his home and had access to it to protect myself. I don't see Everybody, you know, saying I, he deserved to go to prison. What they're going to say is he deserved to protect his home regardless if he's a convicted felon or not. 
woo, 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 broadcast announcement. I am rubbing off on Legacy. Did you not hear him say his wife? Yes. <laughs> Y'all heard it. Y'all yes. heard it. Y'all heard it first. Mark this on your calendar. <laughs> Public announcement. Oh God! It gotta be your wife because, or oh, if it ain't your wife and you and you lay it down, it ain't your wife now, and you gone. Somebody else gonna be in the snatch box in a few weeks. <laughs> hey, hey, you trying to figure out how to cover it up? Trying to fix it up. Trying to fix it up. So, so you gotta make sure if, you, if you're gonna die, you gotta make sure she gonna retire that thing. <laughs> yes. The whole mess. The whole mess. There don't be no I, extra used vaginas out there. You do know what I'm talking about. Just go to retire, put it on the shelf, let it get dusty. Ooh. <laughs> wow. The whole mess. Hold on. Uh, is is Miss Savage? You with us? Yes, I am. Gonna tell y'all in the private chat. Tony gonna tell me. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you were. You were. No, that wasn't me. It was you. Bobby, that was. It was. It was my bike ground. Think about it. <laughs> it was my bike ground, but it wasn't me. Oh, okay. I know. It was weird. It was hubby. Yeah. But um, we're blaming. We're blaming on them. <laughs> but you know, most times I feel like you know, uh, what you were saying, Tony. You know, um, it's it's like I was telling. I don't. I think I've told this story before. A lot of people don't understand about like how Adolf Hitler actually got people to be able to Jews to be able to be defenseless, and how he did that was. He, he, he was actually elected by the people, like we do our presidential election. He was actually elected by the people. Once he got in, he came up with a thing to make the people feel comfortable. He said, hey, we have so much violence and crime. How about for everybody who has a gun, um, let's register before we can know who all have guns in our in our in our country so that way if somebody committed crimes with a gun we can trace the gun back to whomever it was everybody went for it so then after everybody went for it he came back a year or so later and said well we're still having crime in the country how about everybody turning all their guns and once you turn in all your guns it shouldn't be any more violent in the country not with guns so to some people, it sounded good to do that. So people that went in and turned in their guns, they got them. But the individuals who didn't turn in their guns, he sent his military personnel to, to take it from them. And then that's how once he disarmed the people to where they had no weapons or no way of being able to protect themselves against his attack, uh -huh. Then he sent his military in to start putting people in concentration camps and dividing families and putting them in separate concentration camps because guess what? How can you stop a military 
or try to defend yourself against people who have guns when you don't have any. That's true. They took, they took the guns. They, they, and they, the people, the people elected the individual in who came and then turned around and took their guns and their right to bear arms away from them. All because he had a plan that was greater than what they did. And all those people, maybe some people would have died from the, from the actual battle, but had everybody not been so defenseless because they, Rightfully so, turned in their their ammunition and guns. You left yourself open for a a a, a crazed individual to actually walk in and destroy all your lives. I'm sorry, bro. I can't see myself just handing over guns to somebody when everybody else. You know, Trump once said that. Um, what does it look like for all the good people? to turn in their guns to the government. But yet and still, you don't even know where the hell to get all the guns from the bad people. <laughs> so you're going to leave the good people defenseless against the people that want bad stuff to happen? No, come on, what sense does that make? And, yeah. and, and, people, and, and people, one thing I can say about white America is white America believe in protecting yourself and white America believe in buying guns, and they also believe in training for battle. They believe in going to gun show. I mean, gun show. They believe in going to the gun range and learning how to properly shoot center mass and how to uh, protect themselves in a gunfight and things of that nature. How to, you know, re. re Reset yourself and put a new clip in the gun. I think proper training and etiquette of a gun by anybody is a good way to be able to allow everyone to have a gun. You should have, everyone should have to go through um, at least six, I believe five to six months of um, training to know how to actually shoot, use, take a gun apart, clean it properly, put it back together, use ammunition and things of that nature before you are actually given the right to have a gun in your home. Six months? Well, then, how long is the police academy? Do cops go through that much training? They, they Listen, six months, I think it is. I'm not for sure, but we're talking about six months of learning how to use a gun properly, not six months of learning how to deal with individuals out in a regular world and you're carrying a gun. I think you should have to go to school at least for two years to be a police officer. I agree. And you should be put in situations that are life-threatening in, in uh, what do they call those type of things when they go to training? Um, Simulation. Uh, basic training. Simulation. Simulation. To where situations can um, you, you know what bothers me? Let's talk about this right quick. In every situation that I've seen a black person killed by a white officer, I don't understand where the hell the black cops be. And it's always an overzealous person Mm. It's like our, end of, our officers no longer understand 
how to talk. Well, excuse me, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. In black communities, they don't really know how to talk people down. But even if you're white and you have a gun yielding in your hand or a knife yielding in your hand, they somehow always find a way to talk you down or talk to you without pulling their guns or somehow know how the difference between a taser and a gun. But mm -hmm. in I'll black tell you where the black officers at. Where, yeah, where, I'll just be wondering where... You mean to tell me in a black community? They, these always, situations happen when there are no black officers present because they wouldn't happen if a black officer was present. It's, it's, but even but even with but that's what I'm saying. We so never happens, see, where are the blacks? Where are the black officers? Well, so you're telling me now. So you're telling me now that the only officers that patrol in black communities, you're only hiring white officers, Hispanic people who uh, who try to live the, um, and, and be around white people all the time and, and, and are like this, you're telling me that there are no black officers that are there that say, hold on, hold on, this don't have to happen. I'll put my life right here to deal with this. No, because they don't call, they're not going to cross the line in front of a black officer. Exactly, and that's where the problem is, and this is why I say when it's dealing with officers on officers, if you may, if you are a good officer and you yourself are not willing to interject and tell another officer when they are about to do something wrong that they are wrong, then you are part of the problem yourself. Amen. But then they figure it's the good old boy situation because you know all the officers look out for each other. So if you're stopping me, then they feel that okay, then you next told time. Right, you you with the you with the bad boys. So next time the situation happens, we're not gonna look out for you. Exactly. Or yeah, friendly fire, the whistleblower. Yeah, or friendly fire. But um, I think, like I say, I think there's no way. As a, I have to, I have to spend two years to get an associate's degree in accounting. Or business management, which has nothing to do with nobody dying. But you trying to tell me I can go to the academy for six months, and I can and I and I have the right to hold somebody's life in the palm of my hand on a judgment call without me being so I can go I have, I can go and get a certificate to be a police officer and get a gun, a shield, a badge, and all of this. Handcuffs, nightstick, all of this to be a police officer. While people lie, and uh, my accountability of judgment is in in the palm of my hand for a six month class. But before I can be an accountant or an assistant or something, I got to go to school for two years of that, and that ain't got nothing to do with my life or nobody else's physical life. Come on, what sense did that make? Everybody should have to go through a class. Um, that teaches you how to make judgment calls and how to, you know, when and where, what is the proper time to actually um, yield a gun. Sarah said, what I don't understand when cops do something wrong, they don't get charged of the crime. That's the problem. That's the problem also. <laughs> let, me, let me help you with that, Sarah. How you change that right there, that comes from your 
district attorney who is in your community. Your district attorney is the one who takes all the evidence and, and makes a determination on if this officer needs to be charged with this crime or that crime or that crime. And if your district attorney in your city does not feel that he has enough or he's not going to charge a person for the crime or an officer for that crime, pretty much if the federal government doesn't step in and send a U.S. district attorney from another place to come and look at the evidence, that case is pretty much trash. So we, with that situation right there, we have to first start putting people that are over our situation from our sheriff department, our um, chief of police, our um, coroners, and, and, and our politicians, our local politicians, that where our mayor and city council make just as much uh, decisions as the sheriff does in our county. The district attorney in your county is the most powerful individual in your city. He's the most powerful. He's the one that determines on who gets charged and who don't. Wow. Okay. Hold on, we're we're at our hour, so let me do some commercials real quick. Hold on. Just in time accessories. Definitely have the bling and everything in between. Tiama Copeland is your independent paparazzi agent. Join her live online Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Join her on Facebook at Tiama Sweetness Copeland. Or her fan page, Just In Time Accessories. Or you can find her on YouTube at Tiama Harris. That once again is Just In Time Accessories. Everything is only $5. Nickel and lead free jewelry. Tayama Copeland, independent paparazzi agent. Just in time accessories. Definitely have the bling and everything in between. Check her out. I was involved briefly with a married man who believed he had the courage to leave his wife to be with me and to live his truth. This isn't the typical story of a married man promising to leave his wife for a secret lover. Rather, this is a story in part about a gay man who knew he was gay before he got married, but chose to marry a woman because he didn't know how to break free. Rocky and I met on a gay social media site three months after I returned to the East Coast to live, and just 11 months after he was married. At the time we met, he was living and working in Dubai as a contractor for the government on a military base while his wife was stationed in Tallahassee, Florida, where they had a home. In one of the first messages he sent me, Rocky shared that he was married, but that he had regrets. He explained that he had come out to his mother and siblings when he was 18 years old. He said that to listen to more of One Thing for Certain, Two Things for Sure, a memoir continued, visit audible.com. Shepherd's Heart AME Church of Royal Palm Beach. Contemporary worship for this present age. At the Shepherd's Heart, we're centered on Christ, focused on family, and united in love. We are a come-as-you-are church. No dress code, no judgment, no kidding. The Shepherd's Heart AME Church, where the pastor is yours truly, Reverend Liam South. We're an out-of-the-box ministry. Come, break out of the box with us.
just want to remind everybody also, um, there's exoticworldmasters.com. Make sure you visit exoticworldmasters.com for all of your um, gift giving ideas. They have gift baskets, they have lotion, shower gel, bubble baths, designer fragrances, oils, roll ons, uh, one, four, eight, and 16 ounce oils, um, air fresheners, you name it. So definitely visit exoticoilmasters.com. Anything else anyone want to say on this subject about owning a gun? I think six months is a little bit too long, legacy, personally. You know, I mean, yes, they should take some type of training. Yes, they should be, you know, get some type of certification, but six months? Okay, but let's say, Tony. What about three months? Huh? What about three months? Well, I mean, three months should give you, um, Let's say this. Look at this. I could deal with three months to be able to get it at a early processing. But if you, let's say you have to go through these seminars and you have to actually go through, uh, um, what was the word you just, um, simulation? A simulation. And if you failed the simulation and if you scored, you shouldn't be able to get a gun if you scored an 80 or less right. when it comes to being um, being able to deal with a gun. It should be 90 or above. We should be 90 or above, and you should at least be able to deal with the simulation and score in the 90 percentile for you to be able to carry a gun. And if you, and if you fail a test twice, then you got to wait another year to get a gun. I agree with that. That 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 makes people actually study to show they self-approve. All right, for the scriptures. Mm-hmm. So he took us to the word. <laughs> yeah, that's so crazy. But you can still do the practice. But when that's it comes But when it comes to people that have the power to yield um guns and things that Anytime, I'm sorry. As a as a law enforcement agent, you should have to um, go to school at least 18 months, uh, and you have to score yourself in the high 90s, uh, mid mid anywhere from 85 to 90. You we we need to be and your mental stability needs to be in a hierarchy to where there's no question. So when you make that bull job ass decision. We don't have to talk about your mental stability. We don't have to talk about, oh, he wasn't in his right mind, this happened. We already know that you're stable because we have it on record. And and I believe any officer who has been through a traumatic situation that was right and legal, if you had to take someone's life, you need to be removed from the force with pay, but you need to go back. You should have to sit down in a class and get mental help because to actually take someone's life and that does not affect you to a point to where now you can go back on the street. And there's, a, there's some stories that I can tell you because when you kill somebody, if you don't have a conscience, that 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 uh, adrenaline 
that goes through your body, it makes you bloodthirsty. And it makes it easier to kill more and more. Because you didn't already pop your cherry on it. You know how to do it for sure. Pop your cherry. If you don't if you don't have to sit down for six months to a year, not saying you lost your job, but you need to go through some mental evaluations to where check it. If you can sit an officer down for a whole year when he kills somebody unjustly until they find and find a way to say, hey, well, we're not gonna press charges. Uh, that whole time he was waiting before he got, he was still getting paid. Exactly. So if you compare him when he killed somebody unjustly the whole entire time before you came back and decided you weren't going to charge him, sit their ass down, let them go through some classes, let them be re-mentally evaluated to a psychiatrist outside that is part of the police force. This is a private organization that makes the best conscious decision for society and not the police force. Mm -hmm. And allow them to make a mental evaluation on if he or she is mentally ready to be dealing with the community again. Then we can get better cops. But for cops that's getting away with killing people and then placed back on the force, right after they've done that, some people feel, they feel empowered. They feel uncomfortable. They feel like they, they got people's lives in the palm of their hand and they can take it and yield it whenever they want to. Another, another thing I think they should do is I believe here in West Palm Beach you could become an officer either at 18 or 19 years old. I think that's too young. I think, Way too young. I think but, these officers should be like 25. But but hold on. If that's the case, Tony, then you have to say that then nobody should be inducted into the military until 25 because everybody that goes into the military out of high school are 18, 17, 18, 19 years of age. That's true. But guess why they want you at that age? Because that's when your brain can be manipulated and controlled and you haven't been um, programmed pretty much from society that whoever is your instructor and your captain can, can pretty much mold you mentally into what it is that they want you to believe. Because if you're in the military... I believe, in, and, and, I, and I'm for all military personnel. No, I don't want neither one of my kids or anybody else's children, especially <laughs> black, to join the military. But it's their choice because it's hard for me to see blacks go off into our military and fight for this country and still come home and be treated like shit in the same country that you're going to give your life or put your life on the line for. Amen. But, so it's hard for me to want to tell anybody that the military, especially African-American males, uh, go put your life on the line for it because it's okay for you to, you know, go put your life on the line for America. But at any time that you stand up and put your life on the line against America, in America, you're considered to be a bad individual. So, uh, gangster. Exactly. Anytime you, and, and, and it's like I tell people all the time, if we actually went back and looked at um, Paul Revere, uh, George Washington and all these fellas that's supposed to have a fault to get our independence from uh, Great Britain. Um, most, if we look at those people today and base it off of what we consider as terrorists now, George Washington was terrorist. Indeed. 
but we call them patriots. So anybody that fight against the tyranny of the United States and their government and the law are considered terrorists. Anybody that joins and don't stand up for the for the or stand uh, doesn't stand up for the injustices that our country do, they're called patriots, and that's crazy to me. That's crazy. So I just tell people, you know, if you if you really if you want to, it's best right now if you are legal and you are of age to go and legally get your gun license, legally go purchase your guns, stockpile the motherfucker. When you go pay two hundred and seventy five. $300 for a pair of Jordan, you can go right to a pawn shop or go to a gun show and buy you a nice nine millimeter Barella or a nice uh, M16 for $400 and put it up in let your house. Let me just say this. If you planning on getting your, um, anybody planning on getting a medical marijuana card, and this, I, I'm not sure how accurate this is, but this is what I heard. Make sure you get your weapons permit first because once you get that medical marijuana card, they won't give you the weapons permit. That's what I heard. I don't know how true that is. I heard it too, but what, what's, the reason, what's the reason for that, Sam? No, no. I don't work for the people. No clue. <laughs> I, I don't see how it's, I guess, because it's considered to some people, it's considered a drug. So that means you have the influence. So, right. I mean, then that's contradictory to it to within the same because the same government that's making the decision to legalize marijuana is the same entity that is going to deny you on the other end of being able to purchase Not entity. Okay then. Because you have to realize most people that are gonna try to get this, it will be the majority of the ones that literally like black people. <laughs> So, honey, once again, you trap yourself. So I think it's genius. Either you want, either you want to have the right to bear arms, or you want to have the right to, to smoke marijuana when you want to. Pretty much, choose your poison. Huh. They hoping that you choose marijuana. Well, think about it. You get your permit first for your weapon, yeah. then they can send it to you when you get your card. You already got it. After 10 years, you got to renew your thing. So what if they don't give you a renewal? Well, I, I listen, I never know because I ain't getting no car. I want my permit, honey. I need to be able to pow, pow, pow. Pow, pow. One thing about us as people, we're very innovative. So we we already know how to get marijuana. We want to smoke it in the hood. So we a lot of us ain't trying to get no goddamn car. We're trying to get guns. Cause we can get weed off the block. I'm allergic to guns and weed. Sorry, sir. You might be allergic to weed, but your ass is nowhere near allergic to guns. I'm sorry. Stop lying on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you supposed to be on my spade, spade. Call a spade a spade. Be on my team. I am on your team. Definitely. You know I'm an angel. Don't do that. Hey, y'all move out of the way for that lightness for the country. Yeah, I'm about to, I'm about to get off the show. Come on, I don't want none of that reflection to come back and hit me later. <laughs> I got the water in the grass, y'all. I ain't water in the grass today. I can hear my daddy in my head. Child, let me call okay. him right
Well, I, I think the, the conversation is, is basically dwindling down. So well, I can tell you this. The um, gas company in Florida got hacked. So y'all better, yeah. better go get y'all some gas. On the TV, it's doing news alert throughout BET, all these channels, stopping to let you know that people from Georgia is coming here to find gas. So it has been a national alert about this gas. Yeah, I don't even hey, I wanted to get me a water bottle and put some gas in there for later to top it off. Not a water bottle, but you know the thing. You put the gas in there. That's people with 50 gallon drums, those things they ship stuff to other islands, filling them up with gas. You have four or five of them on the back of a truck just filling them up, filling them up, filling them up. Um, you know those big, big water things that go on the back of people that have mobile detailing? Yeah. They're filling them up with gas. I've seen them all, all on the media because, you know. Forward. So they so they went they went from overstocking on toilet paper, now they're overstocking on gas. Well, here's the thing. What's going to happen when we ain't got none? Can't nobody get to work. I guess we'll be back on virtual. This is why I want y'all, this is happening, but this is why I want y'all to know that there wasn't a hack. This is our government doing it to frighten people to spend more money because like Savage just said, what happened when gas is so high that people can't afford gas and now they got to get to work. So now you're basically saying that they're eventually going to then do something to make gas get to you and then all of a sudden, no, this is all a ploy for our government to raise gas prices to a certain degree to get some of that, some of that stimulus money back. Well, it's working, G. It's working, government. Yeah. Well, I can tell you this. It has nothing to do with me. I don't use my vehicle anyways. So Girl, shut up. On. Oh, snap. Rich got to drive. <laughs> I got a bestie that got a car. She going to come scoop me. She sure oh. will. And doing a hundred miles an hour to get there. Don't let it be no emergency. Two hundred miles. Mm. Hey, look, I'm be telling them lift up her shirt. Let me see what's under that shirt. Shake them tatas. Save the tatas. Baby, lift his shirt. She said, "Okay." <laughs> okay. Y'all are awful. Nobody likes cute number one fan. Well, well, listen. Um, I think we've basically talked about everything we need to talk about. This is one of our shortest shows, and I'm amazed at that. I thought maybe it was going to be a longer topic. Um, Legacy, Tiama, Savage, y'all have anything else y'all want to say before we um, bring this to an end? You were supposed to talk about Tiama, but don't be disrespectful. About what? About your mother. But I guess you being disrespectful. To oh my yeah, we, we you finna we gotta talk about these mamas. Ah. Oh, I'm not gonna white cheese. You wanna talk about mamas? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, about it because, like I said, my mind was already set on doing it at the beginning of the show. So do forgive me. 
Yeah, yeah, I don't have a story. I, I just, my, I, listen, you ever be, you ever been mentally exhausted? Like, I'm mentally exhausted. This is why I need to take this trip to clear my mind and do nothing. Yeah, you're going to be doing something. I need a mental belt. I'm not doing it. <laughs> you're going to be doing something. Belt. Should be quiet, child. Well, well, well I'm, I'm, I got a mama story. I told y'all about the one about Miss Bracy. I told y'all the one about mama carrying a pistol. So, um, I remember mama was my best friend. And I was in elementary school, I think I was. You know, I'm, I'm lying. I was in seventh grade. And, um, I used to walk to school. And, um, uh, mom worked somewhere near the, the, the Palm Beach Mall. At the time, it was called the Palm Beach Mall, but now it's called the, the West Palm Beach Outlet Mall. Um, but she worked at the, she worked near the Palm Beach Mall. And every Thursday was all-you-can-eat shrimp at Walgreens Restaurant. Walgreens used to have a restaurant or a diner, um, a counter-type, you know, where you sit at the counter or booths, and you could eat all you want shrimp. So, um, on Thursdays, I would get home from school, put my books down, and, and um, would check the answer machine. And the answer machine would be, hey, Anthony, this your mom. You know, listen, um, I'm at work. I get off at work whatever time. What I need you to do is um, change your clothes, get out your school clothes, and put on some, you know, clothes. school clothes. I always get out your school clothes, you know. You don't want to mess them up. Get out your school clothes. Lock the door back. Call a cab and meet me at um, the, the mall. Had a taxi drop you off in front of Walgreens at so and so, so and so time. I'll be sitting outside in front of Walgreens to pay the cab. So you ain't got no money, but I'm going to pay the cab when you get here. So I said, okay, it's Thursday. And sure enough, I would um, call, call the cab. But at that time, we had um, a few cab drivers, two or three cab drivers that I could always call on. They were like the normal, you know, our, our neighborhood friendly cab drivers that we could always call on. So, um, so I would call, you know, Mr. Mr. Um, whoever. I think it was Lamar Davis at the time. You know, God rest his soul. He passed away a few years ago. But I would call Lamar Davis. Um, I remember, like it was yesterday, car, car 31, Lamar Davis. <laughs> I would call Lamar Davis and um he would come get me. And I said, you know, hey, Mr. Lamar, um, mom I'm gonna pay you when you get there. He's like, okay, no problem. And sure enough, get to the, get to um Walgreens and um she's sitting out there in front. Cause she like she walked she she worked near the mall, so she would just walk over to the mall from her job. And um she would walk up to the taxi, pay him, boom. I would get out. We go inside of Walgreens. We would shop, do window shop a little bit, maybe buy a few items here and there. Um, and then we'll end the evening with all you can eat shrimp. We go inside of Walgreens restaurant and eat. Well, I remember this one one Thursday we, we were in there eating, gouging our face, getting fat, belly full, unbu unbuckling your belt. <laughs> it gets down to time to pay. She forgot her wallet. Time to run. She had no coins on her. Set it on. Time to run. She had no extra coins. She had she had the coins in, in the vault. You know the women had the money in the vault. 
to pay, to pay for the taxi, but she didn't have any extra money to pay for this meal. That me and her just got fat off devoured. Of devoured. Yeah, devoured. Literally. But luckily, because we were regulars, and then it goes back to, you know, you got to know your people and, and your personality. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, the, the community know everybody in the community back then. Um, we were regulars at the restaurant. They saw us every Thursday. So, like I said, we were regulars. You know, and then sometimes they saw us on the weekend, too, because on the weekends, we would go to the mall and shop because, you know, everybody's not working on the weekends and kids home from school go to the, you know, arcades or whatever inside the malls so mom told me hey look I, funniest thing you know um i seem to have forgotten my wallet <laughs> and um they're like no problem you know just you know pay us you know next thursday because they know we you'll be here next thursday you're here every thursday but um she didn't wait till next thursday since she worked near the mall she came and paid them the very next day well, yeah, mom was my best friend. You know, I miss her so much. But yeah, I remember that like it was yesterday. Like I said, Mr. Um, Car 31, you know, would pick me up and um, take me to the mall. Car 31, where are you? Exactly. You know, so that was my story on remembering mama. Go ahead, Tiama. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I got too many mama stories. Well, we just need one. That's it. <laughs> Anything I ask her for, my mom give it to me. I say, mom, I want lasagna. My baby came to my house. My baby made me lasagna. Mom, I want a sweet potato pie. My baby make it. Yes, so God. all I know is me and my mama, when we were younger, we were the best of friends. And now it seems like we're inseparable. Your mom is your biggest cheerleader. Yes. Most definitely. Hands down. Seven. That was work in progress. Yes. And you <laughs> have one. Seven. Yes. Go ahead. Man, my mother is one of the most sarcastic women you will ever meet. Every <laughs> every drop of sarcasm comes from a place of love. She will tell you about yourself and then tell you that she loves you at the end. She calls you by your business, trying to tell you what to do, and then tell you she loves you at the end. <laughs> That's called mothering. And then tells me. You need to do my hat this week. I said, well, I'll do, do it Wednesday. She's talking about, let me check my calendar. <laughs> she said, I'm, about, okay, I'm free. I'm free at 515. I, I got to meet. I get out at 515. So I pencil you in for five. You're going to pencil me in. I'm doing your hair. What you okay. You heard what that gangster said. Listen, I walked in the house today. She was like, is this the day you want me to do my hair? I'm like, no, mom. Get okay. him, mama. Cause I can't do nothing with him, mama. Get him. Amen. I told you she said she ain't beat me enough. <laughs> <laughs> and she, and she wasn't laughing when she said it. Well, I got a story for y'all. Joseph Williams. Joseph Williams. 
I love me some Josie. My mama, like I told you, my mama had a lot of brothers, so my mama grew up fighting boys. And um, somebody need to fight you, huh? Huh? <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll never get. I was nine years old, and uh, me and my brother was playing around the corner, and my mama. And um, her boyfriend um, named Jimmy Griffin, God bless the dead. He was a good dude too. Um, they were they it was it was on a weekend, and it was summertime, and we was outside playing. This when kids could actually play in the road, and we talked about how the neighbors looked out for everybody. Well, my mom and, and Jimmy were going around to the you know the little local juke joint, and. Um, we outside playing. Really, really. really. <laughs> 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 so you want to do color purple? So, uh, about I'm talking about they literally just left walking. Uh-huh. So about five, six minutes past, a little boy come running around the corner. And he say, hey, your mama around the corner fighting the white lady. So me and my brother Travis jump up and shoot to the way my mama was at. Well, when you walked on Troop Street, when you got to the very end of Troop Street to turn up to go to the juke joint, there was this big white house on the corner with a fence around it. Looked like it was sitting on about a quarter of an acre of land. But it had a fence all the way around the house. Uh-huh. It looked like a whole plantation house. And these white people lived in it. Well, in the middle of summer, they get these big pools and stuff and put in their yard and stuff. But they had a little, little white boy named Tommy. My mama said, that as they were walking along the fence on the sidewalk going, little Tommy walked up to the fence close enough to tell my mama, suck my dick, bitch. Okay. My mama said, she told the little boy, come to the gate. Come to the gate. And tell me what you just said to me again. The little white boy walked to the gate. Shame on him. Now, mind you, he's me and my brother age. Uh-huh. And say, suck my dick, bitch. That's before, he saying, before he finished saying suck, my mama had done reached over the gate, grabbed the little boy by his swimming trunks, and brought him back on her side. The mama and the sister is sitting in the fence. My mama proceed to whoop the white boy right there. He's hollering and screaming. The white mama come off the porch running. Oh, you got my senior bitch. By the time she got to the gate, my mama had on ripped her across the gate too. Now my mama is beating this woman. By this time, me and my brother Travis done made it to the fight. 
My mama is fighting. The husband is running as I'm walking, as I'm running like the lady was running on color purple to get to Miss Sealing. Along the fence, yeah. I can see the husband running toward the fence to come to the gate. So he don't just go through, he don't just come through the gate, he come and jump, cross the gate. And when he jumped across the gate, my mama boyfriend Jimmy and Mr. Ed caught him in mid-out. <laughs> and hold this man on the gate while my mama ripped the earrings out the white lady ill. I'm talking about the lady had no earlobes, the lady bleed. While they breaking up, while people coming out breaking up the fight, right? Ain't nobody paying attention to me and my brother. Me and my brother got that little white boy in the corner. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> me and my brother was stumping this little white dude. I'm talking about, we, I'm like, my mama fight, we supposed to fight too. So when the police come. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I just want to be let it be known that YouTube world, we do not promote violence. Continue. <laughs> So my mama is actually fighting this lady on the ground. She's sitting on that white lady just teach your child not to be disrespectful. Don't you have him? I never let a white man tell me no shit like that. This is what my mama's saying. Mm. So when the police get there, the white lady get up, they got my mama and everything. They breaking up everything. They ask my mama, why did you hit the little white boy? And my mama say, well, when, when a child walk up to me and tell me to suck his dick, I'm going to suck it. So I reached over there to suck it, and I pulled him over so I could whoop his ass for telling me that. <laughs> the police told a lady and her husband to get their children and get their ass back in the gate, and my mama done proceeded. Now, this is a messed up thing. Before they proceeded to go to the drug going, Tell me why she whooped me and my brother for being around them. <laughs> Ain't nobody to tell y'all ass to come around here fighting. I'm like, I just don't know. Josie, Josie, if you're watching, you gave out a lot of unnecessary whoopings to me and my brother. So you say. So you say. But. I got you, Josie. I got you, girl. I <laughs> But I love People are sitting behind the camera saying, I ain't beat you enough. Like my mama. <laughs> <laughs> but that, like I told y'all on the first story I told y'all about my mama, my mama was a, is a little bit more, man. She, my mama didn't care to, if she would fight a man or a woman. If you was disrespectful, you got your hands full. You had your hands full now. That completes your story. Yeah, that that was a great story. I like that. Yo, mama's a fighter. Yeah, mm -hmm. she needs she needs to sit right. down. Okay, mm -hmm. she's knocking them down. Mama say not too loud. My mama right now. If we all get together, my mama come around. That lady will still try to physically hit me now. Oh yeah. Mom said, no matter how old you are, you know, I, and I'm like, I'll be like, go sit down. So, so now I'm like, just moving up. Well, could you just come with all that? And I just, oh, you put your hands on me? Ain't nobody put their hands on you. I'm just moving you from my, my way. 
Cause I ain't uh, taking them the scrapping across the head. Listen, if you still go to the kitchen, you better hit the door. <laughs> I need to throw pots, pans. I'm talking about black part, cast iron skillets. Speaking of speaking of Georgia, yeah. Speaking of Georgia, um, like I said, um, Tiaman Savage. I don't know if he he shared the story with y'all, but he wants to plan a road trip with ATL crew, so we can get some real Georgia cooking and go to his family up up Georgia. Yeah, uh, part of Georgia. Um, Valdosta. Okay, is that near Savannah? Huh? No, Savannah is about. Two and a half, three hours away from Valdosta. Oh, okay. What month you talking about? Because I'm doing the flight a month. So let's try oh, this girl got, got a whole itinerary ready. Okay. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah we, we, it's, we can try to get it, like I say, anytime um, mid summer, maybe right before you have to get ready to go back to school with um, Savage. But um, and give Tiama time enough to, to do whatever she got to do. With that load that she gotta have and everything, so. Well, my right. birthday is July twenty seventh, so we could do something just before then, so I can get my birthday gift from you, though. Yeah, that, that sounds about nice. Make we it don't celebrate birthdays, but we do. We do. <laughs> yeah, all of us. And I also <laughs> celebrate. Is he Baby. Listen, okay. my birthday. Are you ready for Jehovah's return? Well, if not, hey, since we talking about birthdays, I just want y'all to know that my birthday is the thirtieth of this month. Okay, the thirtieth. May thirtieth. Okay. What day does that fall on? What day does that fall on? Sat um Sunday, I think, because um Memorial Memorial Day is on the um thirty first on a Monday. I'm coming to your house to bring your gift. So let your girl know I'm gonna make her hella jealous. Cause you told me to do it. Huh? So I'ma bring your gift to your doorstep. So you said that because you want me to get you a gift. So you better tell your girl go get her money up. And I'm gonna be right there next to her in a two-piece. Damn. <laughs> Lefty and Riley gonna be saying happy birthday. They're gonna be harmonizing to you. And someone's gonna cha-cha-cha. <laughs> he did that like a public announcement on you. <laughs> on the 30th. Okay. Really and it better be official. Listen, I'm telling you, I I normally I really don't celebrate holidays and stuff, but I did tell Tony that I always try to. Let me tell you, um, birthdays are different. I'm gonna watch the show. Today. I'm gonna go get balloons, all of that. I'm gonna be at your door. Oh, I that. could pop out a cake. Oh, that'd be good. Oh, too. Bim, that, that'll work on you. I ain't wearing nothing but frosting. I gotta oh. make up some business for it. Hey, I want nothing but frosting, nigga. <laughs> That's a whole lot of frosting. Couldn't get me. Couldn't get me. I know people <laughs> that love that dog and all this frosting, yeah. baby. Oh, Lord. He like, what am I going to do with them two? Oh my hey, listen, I'm going to have to put this outfit on right here then. 
I'm gonna have to wear this hot fit. Okay. Oh, you don't need to mess with me. Okay. Look, and I'm gonna be there with the camera saying we're reporting live. They <laughs> <laughs> see us. You know, I gotta get um content for reporting live. We're at the legacy, the great estate. Putting life down for the movie. The artist known as Mr. Big. What did we do the prison today? It's called the Uprising in the Prison System. Ah! Y'all remember the legacy, dude? Yeah, it's cool. Daisy, you remember that song? Take that to the trial. Say what? Remember that song, Take That to Trial? Yeah, yeah. That thing was fire. Yeah, I listened to it the other day, and everybody was like turning their heads. I guess the music was loud. They were looking at me like, dang, I forgot about that song. Oh, yeah. It's on TikTok with a white man singing it. Listen, I was, um, the other day I was getting ready to walk into the house, and I remember somebody rolled through Quaking. That song by Juvenile, uh, there's a million and one thing that you can be doing instead of standing around this motherfucker, talking to you, get off your yeah. ass with daddy and go and get it. You're staring at you right in your face, and you ain't with it. I was like, damn, that song was fire. Yes, he got a lot of stuff that they was they be sleep on juvenile man. Oh man, juvenile fire. I watched him before I met the old school festival a couple years ago. Coming up there with a book bag on like he's 12. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, guys, make sure you tune in to the ATL show. We're here every Tuesday, every Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And like I said, if you miss us on the live, you can always follow, watch us on the replays or you can follow us on every major platform of a podcast on FM Stereo. Um, this has been a wonderful evening. I want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. Um, everybody for being with us tonight. Everybody for being on the show. Thank my wonderful guests, Tiama, T. Savage, Superman, Legacy the Great. Thank you all for being here. <laughs> Anything y'all want to say in closing? ATL, ho. ATL hooker. My nigga too bold to go, these other niggas basic. Say what? No nigga with a silver chain around the neck. Say what? ATL show coming for their neck. Say what? We gon' say it all different from the rest. Say what? ATL show, know that we the best. Say what? Yeah, who was that? ATL show coming live. Speak about the world. Know that we are still. We got Anthony, Tiama, Legacy, the podcast. On God, we're taking over with the ATL show.
from the rest. Say what? ATL show. Know that we the best. Say what? Yeah, who was that? ATL show. Coming live. Speak about the world. Know that we a show. We got Anthony, Tiama, Legacy, the podcast. On God, we're taking over with the ATL show.